are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Well, let's get back to this. Shall believe those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have. What shall he have? He shall have whatsoever he saith eventually. I like to add this word to it because I believe that it amplifies it. Eventually he shall have whatsoever he saith. That doesn't mean it's going to happen just because he said it once. But you continue to say and to release your faith in it. The words you speak will produce the faith that will cause the manifestation of what you said. Now while we're here in the 11th chapter of Mark, Let's come on down to verse 24. Therefore I say unto you. Now now see Jesus has told us how the God kind of faith works. It works with words. You say to the problem area, to the situation that you face in life, be removed. You're not going to hinder me any longer. And he shall believe and doubt not, but believe what he's saying. Now see you may have to say it a while before you believe it. But read this and meditate on it. And accept what Jesus has said as being truth because the faith that you need to believe that is in this scripture itself. Now I want you to get this. The faith of God to believe this and to cause a manifestation of that in your life is in the promise or in this verse of scripture itself. If you don't believe what Jesus said then saying those things will not cause any manifestation of it. It won't produce any faith. You must believe what the scripture says because the apostle Paul stated it this way, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. In other words, faith comes by hearing the word of God. God's word is filled with faith. If God's word was not filled with faith, you couldn't get any faith by hearing God's word. But since you do get faith by hearing the word of God, then his word is evidently filled with faith. And when you speak it, when you proclaim it, that faith or the divine energy of God, I call the faith of God, the divine energy of God, gets inside you when you speak it. And then the words that you speak produce the faith to change the things that you face in life. So in verse 24, Jesus says, therefore I say unto you, therefore. Now let's look at the word therefore. When you find the word therefore, stop and find out what it's there for. It connects these two verses. Therefore, because that a man will have what he says, if he believes and he doubts not in his heart, but believe what he says will come to pass. Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them. What them is he talking about? Them things you prayed. Now I know that's not good English, but it'll help you if you just bring that word back up there, see. Now let's read it again. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire. See, now we're talking about words, faith, and things. What things soever you desire, when you pray, you're going to use words. What things soever you desire when you pray, believe. Believe what? Believe the words you prayed. See now the principle he's teaching us in verse 23. 
is to believe that what you say will come to pass. In other words, don't speak things that you don't believe will come to pass. And we're all guilty of that. You know, we get disgusted and say things we don't mean, and sometimes we just say things facetiously. Who isn't that a big dog with his little bitty chihuahua? <laughs> Boy, isn't it cold today? 99 degrees outside. Well, now see, there is no faith in those words. That's what the Bible calls crooked speech or perverse lips. Willful and contrary speech. Now, it's a design, a subtle design of the enemy to get you in a position where you don't believe that what you say will come to pass. See, Jesus made some statements that sound like he's just making it hard on us. said, let your yea be yea and your nay nay. Anything more than that cometh of evil. In other words, yes and no. And don't add a lot of stuff in there, you know. You know how people do. Well, I bet there's a million people out there on the freeway. Well, there wasn't no million people out there, and you don't believe that. Boy, just bukus. Do they use that word around here? You know, <laughs> I don't even know what it means, but you know, it means a bunch, I guess. And maybe there was three, you know. Now, it's important that we understand what Jesus is trying to get over to us. He's not trying to make it hard on us. He's trying to get us in a position where that our words produce something for us. If we're always talking willful and contrary speech, when you go to pray, your prayer is not going to be worth the flip of your finger. Therefore, I say unto you, therefore, because a man will have what he says, if he will believe and doubt not in his heart and believe that everything he says will come to pass. In other words, speak only what he believes will come to pass. Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them things you prayed, those things you prayed, and he shall have them. Now notice what he said to pray. Pray the desire. Don't pray the problem. See, your words will produce faith in the things that you have asked for. If your words are based on the authority of God's word, then the divine energy of God flows through your words and it goes to your ears, goes into your spirit, and produces the divine energy of God, which I call faith, and the Bible calls faith, that will cause the manifestation of what you desire. Therefore, because of the principle, I say unto you, what things soever you desire. So the desire is what we want to get centered on in prayer. Now I know that some of you raised like me in a full gospel church that taught you to pray the problem. But I want you to know when I got old enough to study the Word of God for myself and to dig into some things, I found out it was totally unscriptural to pray the problem. Faith cometh by what? So if I go to prayer and say, now, Father, you know that I've lost my job and I can't find one. And you know we're not going to have the money to pay the rent. And we'll never be able to make the car payment. And we're going to lose our car and get kicked out of our house. Lord, you know that I'm in this situation. Faith cometh by what? What did I just hear? I just heard everything the devil said and it came out of my mouth. And what's everything you desire when you pray? Now, did I desire to not be able to find a job and to not have the money to pay the rent? No. Then I shouldn't have prayed it. Because Jesus taught me to release faith in what I speak and what I say. 
Now, see, these other things in life that seem so innocent. And, you know, we laugh and have fun about things and say things. But we need to learn to word our speech and our conversation to where that it does not destroy our faith. Jesus did that. You remember when he went down to Lazarus' house. They sent a runner down there where Jesus was speaking and said, He whom thou lovest is sick. Talking about Lazarus. And when Jesus heard that, the first thing he said was, This sickness is not unto death. Now he made a faith statement there, didn't he? I mean, he declared, decreed something. He believed what he said would come to pass. In other words, he was saying the end results of this thing will not end in death. But it'll bring glory to God. Now, as he walked on down towards Lazarus' house, he said, Lazarus sleepeth. Now, you and I know that Lazarus wasn't asleep. He is dead. He was graveyard dead. And they were planning his funeral. In fact, they'd already buried him by the time Jesus got there. But Jesus said he sleepeth. What did he do? He worded his conversation where he wouldn't undo what he had already declared back there when he heard the bad news. Now, it's important to understand why these things are important. You must believe that what you say will come to pass to be highly developed in the God kind of faith. If we speak willful and contrary speech and say things that just don't mean anything, then it's going to weaken our ability to speak the word of faith when they call and say, Ain't Susie's gone to the hospital and the doctor says she'll not live till morning. And then it comes time to speak a word of faith and your words will just fall out of your mouth right to the ground. You have no faith in them because we've said all these other things that we didn't believe. Like tickle me to death. Laughed, I thought I'd die. Just dying to go, going to die if I don't. <laughs> Heard a guy say one time, said, boy, I'm just dying to go to Israel. I thought, boy, the way they're fighting over there, I wouldn't be saying that if I was even thinking about it. <laughs> Well, you're not going to die just because you said that. But what it does, it will weaken your ability to believe what you're saying will come to pass even when you're praying. To be scriptural with our talk. In other words, not speak anything that is willfully contrary to the word of God. But I said, well, it tickled me to death. Well, it didn't tickle me to death. It tickled me to life. Because laughter doeth good like a medicine. I don't know if anyone in here, is anyone in here taking medicine to die? (laughs) If the doctor wrote you a prescription and said, take three of these a day until they kill you, what would you do with it? (laughs) You'd throw that thing just as far as you could because you'd say, why, you'd have to be crazy to take something like that. Well, the devil's been feeding us all these other things to water down our vocabulary where we won't believe what we say will come to pass. Words produce the faith for the things that God has promised us. God bless you. I do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. I trust you've been blessed as we've taught on words, faith, and things. Now, our offer this week is book offer number 7502. It's called The Tongue, the Creative Force. 193-page paperback for $8 plus $3 postage and handling. Now, in this book, we talk about how that words change things. Words spoken out of your mouth. When you begin to confess the Word of God, it changes the image that is inside you. 
Whether you realize it or not, the words that you speak daily are framing the future world that you're going to live in. Around you, I'm talking about. Your words can frame your world the same as God's word framed the world that we live in. Now, you're not going to change the whole world, certainly, by speaking the word of God, but you can change around your place and your house and your personal life. I know I was so negative when I got a hold of this message. I was speaking everything the devil said. I knew everything the devil said, but didn't know what God had said. When I found out that I could have what I said, Mark eleven twenty three and 24, if I believed and doubt not in my heart, and began to change what I was saying, it changed what was happening to me in life. When you begin to speak negative things and the things that the enemy said, you open the door to the devil and allow other forces to come in, evil forces that can rearrange situations and circumstances in your life. Situations, circumstances are all subject to change, but with the support of your words, you can establish them in your life forever. If you don't learn to speak what God says about your situation and your circumstance, what has God said about it in his word? Get it in your mouth, speak it into your heart. It's called the tongue, a creative force. Their confessions in the book will help you get started saying the right things. That's offer number 7502, the tongue creative force, 193 page paperback for $8 plus $3 postage and handling. We have a toll free order line. One eight seven seven three nine six ninety four hundred. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you: the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call one eight seven seven three nine six ninety four hundred, or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box sixty nine, England, Arkansas seven two zero four six. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.